it's it's very similar to the wine industry and what i mean by that is there the wines have so many different notes you're finding that now yes. with beer which yes. is insane to me but it's so it's, fucking exciting yeah All right, we're here at the Brass Tap, downtown Gilbert. Uh, I got a couple of cool dudes with me. Uh, one with a freshly cut head of hair. <laughs> lack of head of hair. A lack of head of hair, <laughs> yes. So, uh, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Don Bias. I'm one of the owners at the Brass Tap, along with uh, Jason Rowe is our general manager. Jesse Rowe and Jesse Rowe, father-son. So, we're the four owners down here. And, uh, yeah, I partnered up. They have the one down in Mesa, but I partnered up with them. Uh, for this one in Gilbert, and we're loving it. We got the great location, and uh, it's been going really well. Nice. It's a good spot down here. It's phenomenal. We, yeah. There's a uh, you know a few spots around town that we were looking, and I came down here uh, and was sitting across the street, and I called Jason and said, "You've got to come and look at this spot." There was still dirt floors in here, but you have to come and look at this spot. And when he came down, it was pretty much a no-brainer this is where we're going yeah nice this is huge in here yeah yeah it's beautiful and and also yeah so this is a big spot in here yeah the funny thing is is the owners of the building um had a unsigned contract with somebody for one side of the place to be an ice cream shop when we came in here the spot that we were looking at was not quite big enough and to have both of them we were thinking it might be a little big and I you know as a as a team we decided that we needed all of it and the owners of the building said we would really rather have one uh, renter than two and yeah. so we took the whole spot nice. and it is uh, 4,400 square foot rather than it was going to be like 28 so we really and we fill it out every Friday and Saturday night so it's it's a really nice spot so glad you did it yes glad you opened very it up. much yeah well I got a co-host here too Yep, this is uh, Eric Murko, AZ Food and Wine, and uh, partnered with Eric with AZ Food and Beer. And <clears throat> we are super excited to make this the starting point for our June 7th event, uh, Taste About Downtown Gilbert. We're so excited. This will be our first event here in Gilbert. Cool. I'm very excited when you came in to uh, talk to us about it. Um, I won't go through everything but i said i would really appreciate it if you started and finished here and when it all uh, ended up that's what's happening there it is here we are yeah here that's we it. are end of the show that's it start here <laughs> end here <laughs> we guys got a, a selection dude that that tap list is phenomenal yeah we got 65 yeah. beers on tap we have uh for, dedicated for beer um three are nitro uh we do have uh, three wine drafts uh people don't realize that we have wine on draft, and it's really excellent wine. And then we have a cold breast coffee and a root beer um, oh, on. Nice. So we have 70 total taps. Wow. And then we have uh, two margaritas on tap as well. And the funny thing about that is you think, oh, keg margarita. It's actually handmade. The guy was in here just two days ago filling the kegs by hand with all fresh juices and everything. And they are excellent margaritas. So. Nice. Yeah. Those are on the ends over yeah, here. Yeah, they're on the oh, end. They're nice. not on the on the draft line, yeah. but they are on the end. And uh, Cinco de Mayo, I must say, we went through about six kegs of those. So yeah, it was a really good day. <laughs> Man, they're spectacular. Yeah. So you said second location, right? The first one was up in uh, it's up in Mesa, Mesa. up by the um, 
basketball Cubs. shop area by the Cubs, the Cubs stadium. You're not a Cubs fan, though, are you? Slightly. <laughs> Slightly might be a Cubs fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a little bit about your background. Like, are you are you from Chicago, I take it? I am from mid-state Illinois, but okay. I am, my background is I'm a golf instructor. I worked okay. for Jack Nicklaus for 14 years. Wow. And then I was a director of instruction at a private Jack Nicklaus facility in Santa Fe for seven years after that. And during that time, a buddy of mine owned the Santa Fe Brewing Company, and he asked me how I spent my winters. Because in Santa Fe, it's 7,000 elevation, much like Flagstaff, yeah. that you really don't, you can't teach during this winter. So I come down here, and I helped him sell his Santa Fe beer, which is a phenomenal uh, beer. The 7K IPA is our biggest seller, easily. Really? Yeah. Like easily. overall, out easily. of everything. Really? I've never had that. I need to, yeah. need to get one of those, yeah. We'll get you one here in a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll and, take a margarita. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. We got it. And uh, so I helped him sell his beer during the winter. And during that time, I went into the brass tap over in Mesa and uh, met Jason and Jesse. And I had my Santa Fe Brewing shirt on. And they're like, we love Santa Fe Brewing. And that's where the relationship started. And now we own a brass tap in downtown Gilbert. And that's, that's where it's not ended, but that's where it's led us to. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah, my, my golf career is still there. But I'm also a bar owner, so it splits it a little bit. So you still do it? You still do the coaching? Yes, I okay. do. I do teach. I, I'm on my way back to the Midwest to do a benefit golf tournament. Okay. Um, and on my way, I stop off in Santa Fe. I have a lot of clients, and I'll stop there and do a couple of days full of lessons. Nice. And oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was uh, just going to tell him I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. <clears throat> Forgive me, and I'm fighting a little cold. So um, you probably golfed a lot with Jack. I never never golfed with them. I've had dinner with them many times. Dinner with them many yeah. times. Did you ever ask him if he was jealous that Arnold Palmer has a drink named after him? Did it ever come up in any conversation? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I really want to know the. It's like the burning question I want to ask Jack. Uh, I I think eighteen majors overrides <laughs> a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah. You could create a you could create a drink here. Uh, we may just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah, we. Uh, so yeah, for you know, 14 years we um, we had our training sessions down in West Palm Beach, okay. and we always had to get together with uh, Jack and had Jack and Barbara always came, um, and uh, yeah, it was phenomenal. It was a uh, question asking, just whatever, whatever you wanted to ask, um, was great. He's he's very easy and fun and a, and a great guy, and yeah. so it was really fun. Very very good part of my life. So what does that, what does it involve? Like as far as like you critiquing his swing, like uh, every aspect of no. it? Or? So Jim Flick was his instructor after Jack Grout, his boyhood to uh, major championship uh, instructor passed away. Jim Flick was the director of instruction out at Desert Mountain. Okay. And the tradition is, a, was a, is still a major for the seniors. And Jack was not playing very good when he came into this particular tournament and he asked Jim to look at him and uh, Jim you know talked to him about what he thought was good with the swing and what he needed to work on it with the swing and it was mostly alignment believe it or not um, and Jack looked at him and he goes you know you talk about the golf swing a lot like my mentor Jack Grout does and I would love for you to be my coach and so that's how it started and then with that, they started the Nicholas Flick Golf Schools. Okay. And for seven years straight, we were the number one golf school in, in the country. Mm. And so 
when I was a young boy, uh, 20 years old, I moved to Florida, and I was lucky enough just to do some gopher work for the golf schools. And they loved my work ethic. I mean, they needed a Sharpie, it was there. You know, they needed balls, they clean clubs, whatever it was. They got it done, and they got it done quick. Um, so they asked me to move along with them. And within a couple of years, I was teaching a little bit, and there was a, posi a position out here in Scottsdale at Desert Mountain um, to move up as on-site coordinator and instructor. And I asked Jim if he was interested in me moving out there because I figured he was probably looking in the area um, to find somebody. And I said, you know, my best friend from high school lives out there, and he'd love to have a roommate. Yeah. And so he came back the next morning, and he goes, be there February 12th, 5 a.m., <laughs> and that, that's how I got out here. So yeah. by the time I was 22, I was out here and uh, working for the Nicholas Flick Golf Schools, learning from Jim Flick, learning from Mike Malaska, learning from Martin Hall. These guys are all on the Golf Channel, all on Golf Magazine. Um, great friends of mine, but also mentors of mine as well. So, yeah. What, what are some of the names that you've seen come up through the school? I, I would assume there's some PGA pros. Oh, well, see, Jim, Jim had a number of uh, students that were on the tour that – as a team, we worked together. Now, Jim was, of course, the main um, catalyst of what was going on, but he'd always ask questions. And, uh, you know, we, we start, he started working with Tom Lehman when Tom was on the Hogan Tour hmm. uh, before he even got on the PGA Tour. And Tom Lehman got to number one in the world and won the British Open. Um, he also worked with Billy Mayfair, uh, Ronnie Black, uh, uh, John Adams, um, boy, there's a lot of people. Um, uh, Phil Blackmar. Okay. So, I mean, at one time, he had about uh, 12 guys on tour, a couple of females as well, and then um, a lot of guys trying to make it. Okay. So, uh, and then, you know, in the golf schools, we had ranked beginners. So I worked with uh, the ranked beginner that's never touched a club hmm. all the way to the number one player in the world. Wow. So, What's that mean, a ranked beginner? Um, just somebody that doesn't know really anything that's going on. They ha they've never really touched a club. Okay. Uh, it's rank beginner. Like, like oh. they, they have no idea what's going on with the situation. Okay. They, so you're actually putting their hands on the club correctly for the first time. Oh, gotcha. You're getting them to feel, you know, wrist hinge for the first time, rotation for the first time. So. Um, but they said I, ranked. I'm like, dang, they're that good, like potential-wise, that they rank them before they even <laughs> no, start. No. <laughs> yeah. is, is there a? Uh, do you enjoy that? Did you enjoy that more? You know, starting with somebody from scratch okay. like that. Well, uh, you know what? It really is depending on the individual. Um, guys like Tom Lehman and Phil Blackmar really appreciated what we were talking about and loved learning something new. Some people would say, that's what I thought, kind of yeah. a thing. And you get that with the beginner. Yeah. I mean, you are maybe not even a beginner, but a 25 handicap that, yeah, I've been working on this, but, I mean, a 25 handicap is not really good, all right? And you tell them that, yeah, I've been working on that, thanks. You know, like they knew what they were doing, right. yet, yet they're a 25 handicap, <laughs> okay? So you get that either way, but you, you also get, you know, just really appreciative um, people that, Wow, I would have never done that on my own. I would have never learned that on my own. I would have never got that from Golf Digest or Golf, yeah. Golf Magazine, uh, the Golf Channel. The problem with the, the great thing for me, because it keeps clients coming back, is that when people tell, say something in a Golf Magazine or on the Golf Channel, 
It's like envisioning the color blue. Eric, you would think of one color of blue. Also, Eric, another color of blue. <laughs> and myself might be a cubby blue, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, we might all think of something different. So something said in a, in a golf magazine or on the golf channel, people take it to their own interpretation, and it may be completely off. Uh -huh. You see, so having your hands on is the most important thing in, in, in teaching somebody with a golf swing. Um, words are one thing, but getting your hands on them and letting them understand exactly what you're talking about in a different way is yeah. very, very important. Interesting. And, and did craft beer come into the scene of golf too? A lot of craft beer drinkers in golf? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of drinkers in golf. <laughs> Some of them happen to be craft beer. Okay. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I don't want this to completely be about me, but uh, my buddy owns a Santa Fe Brewing Company, and when I met him 25 years ago, I was a Coors Light drinker. Oh. Right out of college. Yeah. Well, yeah. he comes into Santa Fe saying, hey, Don, thinking about opening a, 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 a brew pub. I'm like, Brian, I really don't care. <laughs> I drink Coors Light. <laughs> and so... He showed me what he was going to buy for his money, and I started laughing. I said, you're really spending that much money on that little shack? Yeah. He goes, well, we're spending it on the name. Well, you know, 25 years later, he's in a 220,000-square-foot facility in 10 states selling Santa Fe Brewing, and 7K is our number one seller, and it's yeah. phenomenal. So I think uh, he did pretty good. Yeah. But now I'm a craft beer guy because of him. Oh, really? Okay. Because That's, of him, yeah. I'm a craft beer guy. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I've heard Santa Fe, their facility is awesome, too. I've never been to Santa Fe itself, um, but I've heard Santa Fe is beautiful, too. Yeah. It is. I, I need him to talk to a buddy of mine, Scott Smith. All he does is drinks Coors Light. Drives uh, me up the wall. Oh, man. We need to we need to have, like, some sort of show where it's like an intervention. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It, it started that way with me. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. Coors Light. Keystone Light if I didn't have the money. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. But that's where it started with me. So, so so from there, how did how did it progress, right? You got you got hooked on Santa Fe. Was it were you out traveling or did you just kind of discover them locally? What did that journey look like for you? Because it's obviously it's been a journey. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was. You had their product in front of me the most. No. So whether it was the Porter, their Nut Brown, their Chicken Killer Barley Wine, or their 7K IPA now, um, that was in front of me most. So I always compared everything against that. And, and if you don't know Santa Fe beer, I mean, they are solid across the board. So it was always me comparing a different beer to Santa Fe. So it normally lost, but I could at least give it a little bit of, yeah, you know, that's pretty good. Pretty good for the style. Pretty good for its... You know, it's a Pilsner. It's good. It's, you know, it's solid. Or this isn't even close. Yeah. So that's the fun part of the, about beer um, and how many styles there are, how many um, thoughts on how a, an IPA should taste. Yeah. And so, you know, you got your West Coast that are huge in hops, and then you got one that's in the middle, and then you got Bell's Too Hearted, which is, in my opinion, the greatest beer in the world. You were saying that is your favorite, yeah, right? Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I mean, it was voted the, it was, it overtook uh, Pliny the Elder yep. recently. Yeah, so Pliny the Elder was, um, uh, I don't know, it's like a, the Mecca, it's like the Holy Grail of yep. craft beer. Was. Uh, was, yes. right, right. Until and, Bell's. And I'm from the Midwest, and this yeah. is from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and yeah. I've known Bell's for about 15 years, 
uh, approximately. I think they're 18 years they've been uh, around, and it's been one of my favorite beers. Well, it's my favorite beer. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. I think I thought that Pliny was overrated. When I tried it for the first time about two years ago, um, people, uh, and if Brian Helton was here, he was, one of, he was one of the ones that told me, he's like, 10 years ago, he's like, it was it was up here. And who is Brian Helton? Uh, Brian, <laughs> um, I don't know. I saw him walking around. He was, uh, <laughs> uh, but he's one of our sponsors. I just know he's going to be part of the part of the walkabout on is. the seventh. Yes, so I, I wanted to bring that up and, and <laughs> yeah. give him kudos because uh, uh, I really feel that his brewery and his beers are solid. Oh, I mean, for sure. Um, I was in there last week and and their uh, Scotch Ale is fantastic and their pilsner is terrific as well oh, that so, pilsner is yeah yeah i'm glad i was happy to see you have that on draft yeah yep yeah um so uh so yeah so this 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 event we're gonna do right mm-hmm. we're downtown gilbert um i i've not been down here embarrassingly enough i was at the farmer's market about three months ago but that's as far as i got this is awesome down yeah here, it is this whole setting yeah it's amazing the feedback we get be- that people were here two years ago and they're like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Well, so this is all yeah. going up in two years. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. I lived here for 12 years, and I've been away since, <clears throat> I guess it was, it's been about nine years. And I came back to visit some friends, I think it was about two or three years ago. And it literally looked like a little Vegas to me with all these neon lights. You are not the first to even bring that up. We've yeah. heard that little Vegas. And, and to me, I love Vegas, but it, very little Vegas. I mean, it's a small strip, but it is pretty cool, isn't yeah. it? It's certainly nothing you'd ever expect in downtown no, Gilbert. No. Yeah. Not for a second. And there's a, I think there's a yard house coming Coming, in. yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, what's, what's that called? The uh, culinary, culinary drop Culinary drop Culinary oh, drop gotcha. okay. And it's called the yard. The yard. Outside. Nice. Yeah. But they got like big, the ping pong tables and the cornhole and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I met with the city of Gilbert last week, and there's, there's a lot more growth yeah. that they're anticipating. Yeah. So that's not where it's going to end. Yeah. Hey Don, I was I was going to ask you if you would rank by consumption, like what are your what would be your top five uh, beers by consumption? I already I, gave you one. Seven K is easily our 7K. best. Seven K, yeah. okay. easily. Weinstefan, uh, it's a German wheat. Um, it's our. It's either our second or third. Uh, Phoenix Lager from Four Peaks. Um, it's a lager, hmm. and it's one of our top five. Bell's Two Hearted. Yep. Um, and then, and, and, and I have to, you know, preface this is that we only have about eight beers that are on all the time. And they're, those are four of them Hmm. that are on all the time. Everything else is a rotator. Okay. So you might come in on Tuesday and have a beer and you're like, oh, that was such a great beer. Come in two days later and it popped, which means it, it, we don't have it anymore. And we put something else on. It's, oh man, I thought, thought I'd like that. Well. That's the uniqueness of having a craft beer bar, mm. is that we're always rotating beers. Um, some of them you may love, some of them you may not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and we'll usually get them back in. I'm not saying, you know, two months down the road, that one beer is not going to be coming back. But um, those four are always on. Um, San, uh, Sierra Nevada is a constant of some sort. It doesn't have to be pale ale. But it has to be pretty much constant. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's uh, a good constant. Yeah, it's a Sierra good constant. Nevada's. Oh, without question. Yeah. Just uh, quickly, uh, Jason, the GM here, and myself went up and 
toured the uh, mm. the facility up there in California, and it was. I've gone to a dozen brewery tours. By far the best. Really? By far the best. Wow. What, they were amazing. What about it? It was so professionally done, yet they made you feel really welcome and at home. Nice. So it was both. I mean, some people try to be professional and it feels very sterile. Yeah. No, nah, it was like, hey, buddy, come on. Here's a beer. Let's And they did. And it's a, such a nice facility, a big facility. So it wasn't like five minutes and you're done. It was, yeah. a, you know, a 35, 40 minute. They took you to dinner or lunch afterwards. And just, uh, it's beautiful up there. It was well done. Yeah. Um, and I won't tell you any other of the brewery tours that I went that kind of fell short, but uh, that was spectacular. And yeah. so, yeah, to have them on as a constant of some sort is, is very good. And then I would say Purple Haze from Abita is one of our constants as well. Okay. I, I'd love to try that. The, the other question is, is you're kind of going through some stuff. Where, where do you see... The consumer, and what I mean by that is, you see everybody that comes in here, right? You probably see the novice with with craft beer and the expert like Eric. What do you what are you kind of seeing as far as those types of people, and and are you seeing more that are becoming more experienced with craft beer, or do you find you're enlightening them more? Um, I, I would imagine it's all over the place. So the question was pretty, kind of all pretty over the place. much all of that because the only two beers that we have that are not craft is Bud Light Bottle, hmm. and we sell that for $6 a bottle. Yeah. So <laughs> if they really want it, they can have it. Yeah. And then we have Pabst Blue Ribbon in a 32-ouncer that sells for $6 as well. Hmm. So that's actually the best deal in the whole house is a 32-ounce Pabst Blue Ribbon. But regardless <laughs> of that, everything else is craft. And just because we call it craft beer or, or you know any kind of term you want to have it, um, we have beer on tap that is as light as any Bud Light, Coors Light that there is. You know, uh, we just had Cinco de Mayo uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, the Mexican lagers are really light, refreshing beers. Mm -hmm. But they're craft beer. They're done by craft breweries. Yeah. And so we had four of them on, and we blew three of them. We went through three kegs in one day. Wow. So, and then... Um, you went to Lime Pilsner is such a nice light beer when people say, well, I usually drink Coors Light or I usually do this. I'll hand that to them and 98% of the time they're like, oh yeah, I'll drink that. Hmm. So, you, so it's me trying to tweak them a little bit to, to know that craft beer doesn't, is not a dirty word. Right. You know, it's, it's not blasé. It's, it is something that you can really um, dig into as a light drinker. Or a heavy drinker. Well, and that, that's kind of what I was going to say. You know, coming from starting AZ Food and Wine, I wasn't a craft beer drinker. Eric's turned me on to it tremendously. And I always thought of craft beer as probably more of a heavy beer. But now what I'm realizing, it, it's very similar to the wine industry. And what I mean by that is the wines have so many different notes. You're finding that now yes. with beer, which yes. is insane to me, but it's so it's, fucking exciting. Yeah, it's not I, insane. It I is. guess you can swear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's a podcast. We can do that. It, 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 it is exciting that it's getting out there that that's part of the beer thing that, oh, it is a lot like wine. Because, you know, you always heard this all the time, wine snobs mm -hmm. or whatever. Well, no, it's just your palate. And yeah. teaching your palate how to do it. It's the same thing with beer. It's the same thing with foodies. Yeah, you know, that's it, right. It, it is the same thing. 
you, you taste different things in different beers. Yeah. And that's and you either like it or not. Uh, some people, like I, ha- I love spicy food. So when something has spice in it in, as, a, as far as a beer, I don't normally pick that up because I like really spicy stuff. Yep. If something's sweet, I don't have a sweet tooth. So I think, oh, wow, that's way too sweet. Yep. So what, what some people really like, I might not and vice versa. So the, the tongue and taste buds are an unbelievable thing. And that's why we have 65 beers on tap. Yeah. Because if everybody had the same thing, we'd have one and we'd sell a hell of a lot of it. <laughs> but we'd only have one. Yeah. And we don't. Well, you, uh, what I noticed, too, is you guys actually, there's a, a Hess collab yep. with Hess out, yep. of, out of California, Orange. Yep. California right? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys did a collaboration with them? Yep. Nice. nice. Uh, that and the Kalax, uh, is it the Kalax with 12 West, I believe, is a collab as well. Oh, man. We, that's a- so, there, yeah, um, Jason, our GM, that is part of the other uh, Brass Tap in Mesa, uh, has gotten together with a couple of different uh, breweries. And we've been talking about that with Santa Fe as well. Uh, we'd love to do that. Um, but got together and, and co-wrote a ingredients for a beer, and we have those on tap. Hmm. Uh, not all the time because it, it sells very well. But yeah. uh, tangerine orange will uh, tangerine IPA will be on you know quite often, as long as we have it. Yeah. How, how does that work for I guess a novice like me, a, a collaboration that you're talking about? You just kind of come up with it together, the ingredients, or well, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it can be, okay, there's, there's collaboration and then there's contract brew. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to con- have a contract brew, I could come up with the ingredients myself mm-hmm. and have them do it. And it's my beer brewed by Santa Fe Brewing. Okay. Or you can get together with their brewmaster and we'd like a, a hint of clove or a hint of you know pepper in this one or something wow. like that and get it together. Um, and Elvis is on right now, by the way. Um, <laughs> and so are the Cubs. Yes, my two of my favorites. Elvis <laughs> is one of my all-time favorites, and my Cubbies. But anyway, um, so and then so a collaboration. You get together with the brewmaster, and I want this. What do you want? Blah blah blah, and get back together. And does it, is it going to be a, a, a you know pilsner's a lager, or is it going to be an ale? You know, a, a, a pill. I mean, a, a lager takes a little longer to brew um, than an ale, so it just depends on how much you want of it and how quickly you want to get it out. So, um, there's really only two types of beers out there. People think there's a hundred types of beers, and a lot of times they think they they come up and say, "Well, I really like lagers." Well, lagers are only about eight percent of the beers in the world. Ninety-two hmm. percent of them are ales. Or ales. So yeah. more than likely, you're drinking ales. Yeah. Um, but regardless of that, um, that's kind of how that goes, either one way or the other. I tell you what to brew, and you brew it, or let's get together and figure out a, a recipe, and let's put it together. Cool. I did a collaboration with Dark Sky. We had the podcast. We had an idea for a blueberry northeastern IPA, and uh, Nick from Dark Sky was awesome. We, we planned it all out, and he's like, you were really involved with He said, I was more involved than most people who want to do a collaboration. Most of the time, it's people just stand around drinking, yeah. which I did that, too, right? You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But you can spout out orders, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, but it was towards the end, and, and they're in such, especially at Dark Sky, the way they do it, because it's, it's one guy a lot of times doing the whole process, right? So maybe they'll, they'll take turns. Um, but it was towards the end, and it had been kind of a long day, and I, at the end, I was like, Am I kind of in the way at this point? He's like, 
yeah, yeah, let's just go over and have a beer, you know, because he's in such a mode of doing it yeah. on his own that, you know, and I don't know what I'm doing either. So that, you know, if I knew what I was doing, that'd be a different story. But you didn't know how to drink the beer? Oh, I knew that. Yeah, okay. I was really good okay. at that. Yeah, I, I aced that part yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, the, you're a scratch handicapper yeah. with that. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, but Dark Sky guys are awesome. Shout out to them for the collaboration. Hopefully we'll do another one soon. But, uh, um, but yeah, so you guys have food here, though, too. From Eric was saying that you guys make some pretty badass uh, tater tots. It's... I tell you, you go, yeah, go ahead. You had them. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, we should have some right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had homemade tater well, tots. We can put an order in. By the time this is over, we can probably be eating them. Yeah. Perfect. Dip so them I, yeah. in the Santa Fe IPA. Yeah, and I was, I, was, yeah, I was photographing them for, yeah. for the event, and that was the one I could not stop eating. Oh, it really? Was, I mean, all the food was fantastic, and yeah. I'm so excited. So excited to be starting here. and. Everybody can see the post that we'll have leading into the event. We'll tease. But the food here, I, I think, is, is an absolute home run. When you look at the menu at face value, it's a bar menu. Yeah. The food is not bar food. No. Uh, it is spectacular. Yeah. Um, of course, you're, every once in a while, something might come out. You know, unfortunately, it didn't get exactly what it's supposed to do. But by and far, 98% of the comments that we get, actually just yesterday, uh, I had a couple that had the fish and chips and the chicken uh, tender. They're, they're chicken tenders. That's not called that on the menu, but regardless, that's what it is. Yeah. They said they may be the best they've ever had. Wow. And, wow. I've, heard, and I've heard the same thing about our blackened wings. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The we wings. had those, didn't yes, we? Yes, we yeah. had those. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah. And we've heard that they're <laughs> as good as anything they've ever had. So, wow. nice. um, And just, by the way, we, are, we just uh, – Purchased a smoker, and we are going to do smoked wings on special days and smoked meats for the oh, weekends. Wow. So nice. we're actually adding a, another element of our menu. It, it, the regular menu is going to be there, and then we're going to have the more or less the smoked menu. Okay. And uh, that's going to change. It's going to be a different smoked meat every weekend, brisket one weekend, pork butt the next weekend. Yes, I did just say but. but. And I smiled. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to change. But we're going to plan on having the smoked wings weekly, uh, probably early in the week, to draw customers. Yeah. But they're, I've never had anything better than a smoked wing, yeah. to tell you the truth. Yeah. I can't wait. Nice. So what's going on? What are we, the, the, June 7th? Yep. The event. June 7th, uh, it is the Taste About Downtown Gilbert. Uh, participants include uh, Barrio Queen, Pomo, Pizzeria, uh, Nico. Is it Nico? I think it's Nico. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, gosh, who else? Uh, Zen Burger, uh, Sushi Brokers, uh, Postino. Well, you got everybody. Uh, just about everybody. Whiskey yeah. Row, no, Oso, okay. Oso Zen. Oso right next uh, door. A couple doors yeah. down. Two, two doors down, yeah. Oso. And there's only three hours for this thing? There's only three hours. Ooh. Maybe we should extend it to uh, uh, from 5 to 9. I don't know. 5 p.m. to 9 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, like, this should be like a, a New Orleans thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, I think people have a hard time leaving here to go to other places. Yeah, that's true. We, we would be happy with that. <laughs> but we definitely want to have everybody see downtown Gilbert yeah. um, and see what we have to offer and what everybody has to offer down here because the more – people see what we have down here it's just going to bring more people so the more places opening it it doesn't scare us at all because we're we're part of the thread of a a really wave of really cool stuff coming yeah so yeah 
No doubt. Well, you were saying that this is one of the top culinary areas it, in the it country. It is literally right? the hottest, the hottest property in the country right now for restaurants. Wow. Well, and it's also the fastest growing uh, city for residency in oh, the country. Is it really? Yes, wow. number really? one. Wow. It's the number one, and it's also the number one. This was uh, about three months ago that I saw this in a uh, magazine, and it's the number one uh, growing per household income in the nation. Wow. Wow. Per household. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Bodes well. It dare, yeah, it really does. Match it up with all these tap handles. Yes. And tater tots and smoked meat. Yes. Smoked butts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and bacon. And, uh, yeah. You're going to smoke some bacon, too? We have bacon here. Yeah, yeah. You, just have, you just asked for bacon. Just we got bacon. bacon. No, we've got bacon. I think I have to order some bacon and a beer. Uh, well, what else? Anything else you guys want to add? I want to add the other breweries that are going to be part yes. of. So, okay. yep. so what we're doing is we've got four breweries that are coming in to have samples. Okay. And we'll have those uh, beers on our tap. And so you can sample them. And if that's what you want, then you can go up and, and grab the beers. Starting here. Starting, starting and finishing here, and okay. everybody just, just walks around like Don said. Everybody's yeah. going to have different tastes um, between food and drink. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the uh, Barrio Queen is, I think, going to have a bunch of different tequilas. Yep. Oso is going to have a bunch of different beers, maybe some uh, some of their liquor or their uh, spirits. Okay. I think, were they, were they going to be in here as well? Oso? No. Oh, it might have been yeah, Oso. Think, yes, I think. Uh, yeah. Oso was the one. Yeah, yeah I, okay. think, I think yeah. it was Oso. But yeah. it just varies from place to place. Uh, Lolo's Chicken and Waffles, which I didn't meet, mention before, they're not yeah. doing alcohol. There'll, there'll be uh, food there. Okay. Um, Liberty Market is included. It, it's crazy, and it's still yeah. growing. We, I think yeah. Oregano's could could be joining okay, us. Okay, let's start at noon. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and i got to tell you, this event goes well. We're, we're in discussions with the city of Gilbert to do a signature event, yeah. which hopefully would mean closing the street down and really having nice. like a day-long event, Yeah. which could be amazing. That would, this would be the place Starting to do it, too. and finishing at the Brass <laughs> Tap. Brass right. Tap, yes. <laughs> we'll have tater tots waiting for you. Yes. Yeah. So tickets, you can go the, uh, to the event page on Facebook. Correct. Right? Correct. So, so go to our Facebook page, both AZ Food and Beer and AZ Food and Wine. Correct. And, and we'll also have that on, on the, our regular site, just azfoodandbeer.com, yep. azfoodandwine.com as well. Yep, absolutely. So in case you're, you're one of those people uh, boycotting Facebook, we know uh, everybody's not on Facebook ever, anymore. Yeah, that's so. true. Well, we'll have the link through our Instagrams too. We do the we do the link through the link tree in our bio, so be able to find it there. Um, it's 2018. If you want tickets to this thing, you'll be able to find them. That's right. And you do want tickets to this thing, exactly. Yeah. Should we have tickets here to sell? So we will. We will when people come in. We, okay. You can buy tickets at the door. Buy tickets at the or door. Or you can pre pre purchase tickets. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, if they wanted to come in and have a craft beer prior to and buy a ticket. Oh, that's check, a good idea. Check, check out where they're going to start and finish here at the Brass Tap on June 7th. Yeah. And we'll figure that out. If you come in and buy a beer, we can hook you up with uh, a ticket for what? Do we know what the prices are? I believe we're at $35 a ticket. Perfect. Yep. It's a Love good it. deal. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great deal. deal. Yeah. It's a great yeah. deal. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, stay tuned to that because that may be an option when this episode comes out. Yep. Right? Sounds good. Beer, ticket, tots. Yep. <laughs> and Don, how do they uh, find you guys on Instagram, Facebook, on all those stuff? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Brass Tap Gilbert, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, Brass Tap Downtown Gilbert. Yep. 
and uh, we are on all that stuff, but uh, it doesn't take too hard to, to find. Um, I'm not the most uh, computer literate person. <laughs> we have somebody else doing that. I just say, would you put this on? And it gets done. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's good. And, you know, people want to go, like, old school, like Amish days. They can just come in and have a beer, right? That's the best yes. way to find you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we're at uh, azfoodandbeer.com, azfoodandwine.com, uh, Facebook, Instagram. We're in all that stuff. Tapthataz.com, at tapthataz podcast. This yeah. will all be in the show notes, too, so people don't have to. Perfect. Unless you have a notebook. Yeah. All right, so we got another guest here with us to just join join in. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, it's uh, Jason Rowe, the owner and operator of uh, the Brass Taps in Arizona, both Mesa and downtown Gilbert. Welcome thank to you, the thank show you. Thanks again. For me. Yeah, absolutely. You were on a few weeks ago on the the Mark Semler uh, yeah. Blue Pint Society. Yeah. Blue, Blue Pint Society, balls out, stout, uh, yeah. great cause, raising money for uh, t- uh, testicular cancer. So good stuff that uh, Mr. Semler does over there. So yeah, how did how did my uh, my guest host Chris? Uh, Dodson do. I oh, was terrible. Ah, man. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Good guy. <laughs> yeah. Good no. guy for sure. We uh, had lunch and some beers. So. Yeah. Chris is a good dude for yeah. sure. Um, so we're going to have some guest taps here, right? Not just the normal tap list. There's going to be some guest breweries yep. uh, at this event on June 7th. Yeah. So I've, I've uh, reached out to uh, well, my business partner, Don, reached out to Brian Helton over in uh, Phoenix for Helton Brewing Company, uh, which I, I've known Brian for a little bit of time, but Mark Stemler, back to the, the Blue Pine Society, he, he really introduced me to him. And uh, so really excited about that. I mean, Brian just does great stuff across the board for, you know, just your classic Scotch Ales, your Pilsners, things like that. So Brian will be on site. The idea is uh, in, we'll take up four corners, and each of them will have their own promotional table, handing out shirts, glassware, that kind of stuff. They'll buy a couple pictures of their beer on draft, taste people, and they can buy whatever kind of pint they would like or, you know, 10-ounce snifter or whatever. We also partnered with uh, Sam Gard and uh, Alex Phillips from uh, Grand Canyon out of Williams, Arizona. Nice. Grand Canyon's always a good, uh, a good partner of ours. Um, the owner of Grand Canyon, John, is a, uh, he's a Navy vet. I'm a Navy vet. So, we, you know, us dirty sailors, you know, we end up uh, getting along somehow. <laughs> Name dropping across the board. Across the board, dude. <laughs> yeah, you got to throw the love. You got to throw the love. And then Uncle Bear's Jason Derby and Brian Young. Uh, they always do great promotional work, and, uh, you know, people love that Mandarin wheat, so that'll definitely be one on. Um, so they'll be here as well. Um, and then Refuge out in Temecula, they're fairly new to the state. Uh, awesome breweries out in Temecula that are coming out. You know, you got Black Market, you got Refuge. I mean, just great stuff coming out of, uh, out of their Iron Fire Brewing Company. And uh, Refuge, uh, Travis, uh, who represents the distributor for them, he'll be out here doing some, uh, some swag giveaway. And Refuge is also our brewery of the month for uh, June. That's why we decided to use them. To be nice. a part of it because we yeah. didn't want to be rude, you know. We, w- we wanted to make it all Arizona, but at the same time, as as Bury of the Month, I always like to give precedence to them to be a part of any major event we do throughout the month. So yeah, yeah, and it's craft, right? I mean, yeah. It's craft, oh yeah, it's craft, all craft all the way. Yeah. Yeah. that's all we deal with. Small thing I'd like to say when he talks about Bury of the Month, we do have a different Bury of the Month. You can call up or you can go online. We have uh, you know them online, uh, and you can find out what we have and what we're carrying with them. So. Yeah. Every month, something different is we'll have four cores, and then we'll put specialties on throughout the month. Nice. Yeah, and depending on the size of the brewery, we get a lot of cool giveaways. For $5, those those particular cores are $5 a piece. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah, but a lot of the breweries, uh, especially the larger ones, they, they do a lot of cool giveaways. I know my uh, my manager over in uh, Mesa is doing Old Uncle Bears this month for the Mesa location, and they're going to do a, uh, a sign-up. 
sign up shit sheet all all month long. <laughs> sign up shit. Sign up <laughs> shit. I can't swear wow. on this show. Then, uh, come on, come on, dude. it's podcast, man. <laughs> but uh, so like the, the the winner of that gets to go brew a beer with Uncle Bears, you know. Oh, so nice. like we always try to do something fun, some fun yeah. incentives, you know, that kind of stuff. So I know Don uh, when he was working for Santa Fe, he gave away a snowboard and a trip to Oktoberfest and. Yeah, the, well, stuff. we just talked to the people yesterday. They're, we signed them up for getting over to Santa Fe. The Santa Fe was our first brewery of the month, and they want a trip to uh, the Santa Fe Brewing uh, and to do a brewery trip, uh, dinners, and check out Santa Fe. All paid for. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Yeah, like the end of this month, we're giving away a pretty badass LED from Nikasi out of Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. It's like it's like triple. It's like 3D layered. It's all different colors. It's pretty trippy. So what is it? It's a it's like a big LED sign for like oh, your nice. for your man cave. One of those like or, neon kind of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I saw the brewery of the month like Nikasi. Like that's a badass brewery. Yeah, like oh, that, yeah. that, yeah. that yeah. Tricera Hops well, is one of my favorites. No, you know, no offense to other breweries of any kind, but Jason and I talked together to make sure that we. If there's not a mandate, it's a damn good brewery. Yeah, we, we want we want to be able to put four cores on that yeah. we really believe in. Yeah, that, that we can burn, just burn through. I mean, we, I think Santa Fe, we went through about thirty half barrels that month. So I mean, that's a half barrel a day. Yeah. Of you know, obviously different brands. Seven K IPAs by far. We, I did a sales analysis last Thursday with my business partner, my father Jesse, and. Uh, Santa Fe bar none by like I think twelve percent is it is, the, is our leading selling yeah. beer, and then you know we had uh, Sierra Nevada for our second month and uh, Ben Vandermeer from Sierra Nevada he crushed it. I mean we blew through hazy little thing you know probably twelve half barrels throughout the month. So and plus downtown Gilbert's just a beautiful area to be in. Uh, a lot of lot of good synergy, great you know friendly neighborhood and you know we try to try to adapt to the kids as much as we can until nine p.m. But you know at the end of the day we're we're still. We're about the craft beer and craft spirits. An yeah. update: the Cubs are up four to three over the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Well, ah <laughs> oh, man, look at that. Yeah, How do you feel about that? Not me. I'm a Braves fan. We're still the third best record in baseball. So. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for having us. Uh, absolutely. June seventh. Get your tickets. Get here. Eat beer. Drink food. Right. Eat beer. Drink beer. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah, if you want to check us it. out prior to that. Free. 313 North Gilbert. Yep. Sweet 100. Bottom story, a beautiful patio. Man size Connect 4, man size Jenga. Shuffleboard, all the good stuff going on. Great spot. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you. Cheers.